Hey, Fantasy Gamers. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy 247 Podcast. It's your boy Chad coming in again today. Uh, today's a Friday. It is June the 5th. Uh, getting a little closer to football season. I think the college football season kicks off in, we'll say around 90 days, 88 days, somewhere in there. So we're coming down. Looks like all the coaches... Uh, reporting back to team facilities today in the NFL. Great news. Just, you know, another sign. Just getting closer and closer. I think the maximum occupancy of the buildings now is they moved up to 100. And still only allowing players in that are rehabbing from injuries. But uh, with this game, we're on the right track with that. So it looks, looks to be like we're going to get some football. So that's extremely good news. In light of everything else going on, we, we definitely need that. Uh, today, I just wanted to talk, you know, kind of spitball a little bit, talk a little dynasty strategy, uh, specifically startup. <clears throat> uh, I guess we'll, we'll kind of base on Superflex, non-Superflex. I know everybody's, including me, is making the change over to Superflex. Uh, you know, it just gives them more value on the quarterback as opposed to the one quarterback leads where it's just such a deep position that, it just devalues it you know there's only a few guys that really even matter and i mean where you got to pick them at i just i've always been a proponent of waiting on the quarterback and one quarterback leads so super flex uh when you start out i always had a different strategy when when i first started playing super flex i've always i was always under the impression that running backs are tougher to to come by than quarterbacks so I would typically take, you know, it also depending on where you're picking from. I'm picking high. I'm, I'm taking the CMCs, the Cooks, the Zeeks, you know, a few years ago, the Gurleys, the David Johnsons, and then circling back around and maybe quarterback, you know, on the 2-3 or maybe 2-4 or something like that, pick up a receiver in the third. You, you, my, my main super flex, Dynasty Debbie League, IDP League, uh, First Superflex League I'd done, uh, we did the startup draft a few years ago, <clears throat> and I did it, that same strategy that I was talking about. I ended up circling around and getting Jimmy Garoppolo. I was right when he went to the 49ers, I believe, midseason, and it was Marcus Mariota. And obviously, you know, that didn't turn out well. I think Garoppolo ended up getting for Jameis straight up. What's happening with Jameis? Had to trade a first-round pick last year to acquire Drew Brees. Did win the title last year because pretty loaded at running back. Got Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery. Added Keyshawn Vaughn and Anthony McFarlane this year through my Debbie League. So pretty, uh, pretty stacked there. Had Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett. Had several good receivers. Zach Ertz uh, had a good team. The IDP, you know, had a good, really solid IDP roster too. Miles Garrett, J.J. Watt, got uh, Quan Alexander, Jamal Adams, uh, several, uh, several good players. <clears throat> but yeah, so the the quarterback, like now that I've seen what how that can happen and the the struggle that I'm going through now. Basically, now I had to trade the other day. I had to give away David Montgomery with Jameis Winston to get back Jimmy Garoppolo. 
been trying to trade for a quarterback for almost a year in that league, and I guess everybody knows I'm I'm pinned, so they're trying to bend me over. So I was trying to be stubborn, kept getting closer and closer, and so I ended up just pulling the trigger. Everybody was trying to get Jameis. I was trying to hang on to him, but but just seeing the struggle I'm having now with the quarterbacks, the I've done probably three or four super flex startups since then, and I've typically gone quarterback round one. I like to get the I like to get me a young running guy, Sean Tyler, uh, somebody of that nature. Carson Wentz is a good one. I like to pick up Baker, guys like that. You know, of course, I'd love to have Lamar and Patty, but you probably got to be picking them in the first three to four picks to get them. I currently own no shares of either. I actually uh, traded straight up Kyler Murray for Lamar Jackson the other day, just to put my money where my mouth is. Been telling everybody I had Kyler, my number two quarterback. I uh, took him at 102 in a, one of the super flex startups, and I traded for him the other day. Traded Carson Wentz plus the first and second to acquire Kyler Murray. And yeah, I know I definitely overpaid, but I wanted to get my guy. I wanted that nice rushing floor, and I, I wanted that be a part of that offense. And that young stud, I think he's a <coughs> tremendous player. And uh, when you trickle on down to the later rounds, I mean, I'm always, I'm not a huge trade up or trade back guy. I trade down more than I typically trade up. But I usually like to stand pat and make my picks and like make my team nice, evenly balanced, not top heavy and with little depth or. Or tons of depth and not a bunch of stars. I like to, I like to think that I can sit on my spot and make my picks and maximize my team, and make it level and even from from the guy the first pick to the last pick, and uh, acquire a bunch of players who can help you and who are increase in value. I not especially when I get to the later rounds of, of startups. Occasionally, I'll pick you know an Adrian Peters or something. In case I need a spot start or something like that, but typically I'm looking for your your younger players with some opportunity to to break out and increase in value, to maybe potentially be a starter for your team or just a flip, you know, for for future assets, you know, or throw-ins on on trades, you know. But uh, it's the the super flex uh, the the startup is it's really intriguing strategy. <clears throat> Uh, a lot of the super flex startups I've been doing, most leagues I do or IDP. So when you add in that element, plus most of them here lately have been tight end premium. So you're adding, you know, extra value on quarterbacks, extra value on tight ends. Then you throw in starting 10 uh, defensive, individual defensive players. And it's it makes for a very, very interesting startup draft. I did one the other day also that had Debbie included with all... You know the PPR, the the, the IDP, and all that. Uh, so it's it adds a, a wrinkle, and it kind of you'll see teams just turn out different ways. You'll see some teams that are just trash, but Debbie squads are loaded, so you know they're coming. And then you'll see teams that are loaded up that probably going to kick your ass for two three years, and then they'll fade off into the sunset unless you know they. You know, pull some slick moves, which can be done. But uh, it, it I, I love it. It adds a extra wrinkle. I like seeing how the teams turn out. I like looking at everybody's strategy. I'm, I like when I do my IDPs. I like to, I like to get a nice young, solid core of IDP guys where I can, 
I don't even have to think about them. I plug them and play them. Jamal Adams, Miles Garrett, they're on the field every down, every play. They're they're out there every game. There's no sitter starts, no matchup questions, nothing. We we rolling them out there and rolling linebackers, all that. Deion Jones, Devin White, uh, Darius Leonard. I've got Darius Leonard in almost every IDP startup I've done here lately. Uh, I like having that young stud right there to anchor down that IDP roster. And if your IDPs are equal scoring, that's that's great. That's that's what we're trying to get at. It's fantastic. Like I, and people are so undervalued. You know, you got guys that are just shooting for third and fourth wide receivers, and I'm taking you know uh, LB ones and safety ones and Miles Garrett's and Nick Bozas and Josh Allen's and all this, you know. So it, it's a very interesting strategy. So just kind of pay attention to how that goes in your league <clears throat> and how the, how all your, the draft shake up and try to keep up with what other teams are, what strategy they're going with. If they're attacking Young, if they're attacking the Vets, if they're going after Debbie real hard, if they're, you know, IDP guys in there trying to load up. That way you, you kind of get a gauge on what your next move is going to be. And uh, that way you can be better prepared. You can build your roster. You can predict your next move. That way maybe you can pick a guy and maybe another guy can make it back around to you. That you know. So just keep that in mind, you know. Always be looking for ways to kind of get an edge, get ahead. And uh, trading, trading the rookie picks for startup picks. That's another thing I'm going to talk about. It. I don't know, that's just a slippery It's not something I typically care to do. I will trade my startup picks for rookie picks, depending on where we get, you know, and what they're offering. It's kind of, to me, it's kind of kicking the can down the road, especially in startup. But nevertheless, yeah, some people, you know, if you get good value, I'd no problem pulling the trigger, you know. That 21 class is pretty good, too, so. But other than that, just like I said, wanted to talk about all that, uh, Little bit of strategy. One quarterbacks. I'm I'm hammering running back early. Um the wide receiver sub deep. I'm I'm coming circling back around. I'm probably going running back first two. I might even I might even go two two running backs and then back to tight end and then back to receiver after that. I receiver's so deep, like there's so many guys that I feel comfortable rolling out there. Not maybe not necessarily as my wide receiver one, but there's so many guys that you know, you can. I'd love to have two high-end running backs, and you know, a, a, a elite George Kittle or Travis Kelsey, and then have three number two receivers. You know, that's just the way I like to build my team. Not everybody's the same. A lot of people like to go get that steady wide receiver, so you can have that consistency on your roster year after year. Not such a volatile position. They don't get hurt quite as often as running backs, and they last longer. But like I said, running backs are tough. They're league winners. <clears throat> they touch the ball. They catch the ball. You want them on your team. <clears throat> if they're not, then yeah, it's going to be a long day. But that's pretty much all I got for the strategy. Uh, y'all guys, just check it out. Tell me what you think. Uh, Matt, Twitter. It's at Chad W underscore ff and uh this is like i said this is second podcast number two uh trying to get a few of them going so guys just tell me what you think and uh have a good day appreciate it thanks for listening